Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, January 16th, 2016, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Missy Show, where your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your stuffy host, Jay, and joining me once again is my lovely co-host, Dee. How are you today, buddy? Hi, Rudy. How are you? <laughs> That's exactly who I feel like. I, for some reason, I keep wanting to say, stop calling me names. <laughs> You sound like you're congested. Poor thing. Yeah, I I think I'm coming down with something. And then again, it could just be sinuses. But some of my coworkers have had some issues, and it's been kind of going around. So more than likely, I'm unfortunately coming down with something. Oh, you need to, you know, juice it up, vitamin C yourself up, get your fluids in, start resting, and, and, and try to knock it out before it gets too bad. Yeah, um, it's funny you say that. I actually have a cup of OJ in here with me now that I'll probably be occasionally sipping during this broadcast. So just wanted to say to everyone, excuse my scratchy throat and stuffy nose, but I shall persevere for the sake of pet news. You are a trooper warrior. You are my hero today. (laughs) No, you are my hero because there have been some times you come on air and I'm just like, this child really does not need to be on here right now. If people only knew the state I have been in some past shows, (laughs) if they only knew, we can do this. We can do this. You know, one of these days, D, we need to have a blooper reel or something where people could, like, hear us, like, before the show, especially the drunk show, because that was the one where we didn't sleep the night before. I don't know what was going on, but neither of us got any sleep. And we went on in the day. I think that was the one where we had our special guest from India. We'd done a night show at 10, and for whatever reason, I don't know did we go on earlier the next day, but then we did another show, maybe at our regular time, but we didn't get any sleep, and that was just crazy. So that's why we called it the drunk show. We weren't actually drunk, but no, we felt drunk though. But it was we we were we were tired. Let's put it that we were a little loose and tired. Yes. Yeah, so um, so bear with me. I I might be a little woozy, even though I don't have NyQuil in my system just yet. That will be a few hours from now. But. <laughs> Speaking of pet news, today's episode is New Year Pet News Part 2. We had so much good information last week that it was just too much to fit into one episode. So we're back with more today. But before we get off into that, um, we want to give out the answer to yesterday's pet trivia question. Oh, I'm ready. Let me try it. You ready? You ready? Okay. Okay. The first one is... What is the date and time 
of this year's Puppy Bowl. Oh, oh, so that means when is the Super Bowl? Um, I have no idea. Um, let me take a guess, though. Okay, so football and it's January. <laughs> and you also get bonus points if you can name the date and time of the Kitten Bowl. Oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> um, January the, I don't know, it's going to be a Sunday probably. I don't know, January 24th um, at 7 p.m. <laughs> All right. Well, as far as the date, you're too early. Okay. Too early. It airs in February. Really? Okay. It's in February because that's usually around my birthday month. But yeah, around the time of my birthday. But it airs the date for both of them. They air on the same date. They um, air February seventh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. Okay. <laughs> but the Puppy Bowl comes on Animal Planet at two p.m. Central, and the Kitten Bowl airs on a different network. Now they air at eleven a.m. on the Hallmark Channel. Okay, all right. So keep that in mind, February 7th, and yes, we will be live tweeting again this year. (laughs) That's so cute. I look forward to that. I do. You know, know, I love my kittens. I love my little kittens, meow. But, you know, my puppies, oh, my gosh, those puppies. I know. I can't wait to get the, like, team names because they all – they may actually have it up on the site, but we'll actually talk more about them in the upcoming weeks, and we'll also have some blog entries about them. The kittens, I I just didn't understand how – well, I do understand cats, but in the middle of the game, I mean, you're supposed to be playing the game, and some of them would just sleep on the field, and I'm just – It's like what we do. It's who we are. It's what we do. (laughs) You want us? You want this reality? This is part of our reality, ladies. That was reality. That that was reality. And, you know, hey, it was cute. It was cute. It wasn't good for their team, but it was cute. Just a little cat nap. They were like, you know what? We're going to take a little nap right now. Y'all just play amongst yourselves. We're going to take a little cat nap. <laughs> cat nap they did, and I'm sure they'll be doing it again this year. Yeah. So, everybody, tune in February 7th, Animal Planet for the Puppy Bowl. And Hallmark Channel for the Kitten Ball. Um, Make sure that you check out next week's pet trivia question at She's a Torty, that's S-H-E-S-A-T-O-R-T-I-E dot blogspot dot com. And that will be Friday. We usually do the pet trivia questions on Friday. Links to information used in today's episode can be found after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44, or you can check out our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash missyshow. If you want to join in today's conversation, you can reach us at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's a Tory. So now on to New Year Pet News Part 2. And, Dee, I know you still had some stories that you did not get to share last week, so I will let you start it off. Yeah, I did. And and one of the ones that I want to share, it's kind of bittersweet. It's kind of, kind of sad, so, you know, I'm going to say I'm sorry already, but it, 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 mm-hmm. it's a bittersweet kind of story. But I wanted to kind of talk about it a little bit, not just because it, it was kind of around New Year's and it's a pet story, but because of 
something that I read in that story that I that just kind of made me say, you know, maybe this is something good we can put out on the show and say this is something maybe you might want to do because of what I read in the story. So let me get into it right quick, and it's kind of all over my page, so I'm going to apologize if I'm all over the place with it. But um, And this happened around New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, this, this particular um, incident happened. So um, a 49-year-old man by the name of Anthony Beach, I think I'm saying his last name right, of Illinois, was killed in a car wreck. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, Beach fell asleep at the wheel, causing his vehicle to go off the road and slam into a guardrail on on an interstate near Alabama. So he was traveling. Um, he's from Illinois, but he was, I guess, you know, traveling. Um, Beach who was not wearing a seatbelt, was ejected from the vehicle and pronounced dead at the scene. Along with him that night was his five-year-old dog. Um, mm-hmm. And when the authorities arrived on the scene, the dog, which whose name is Wally, was nowhere to be seen. One day after the incident, Beach's family received news of the wreck, and his mother began making phone calls to find the missing dog. Um, she made a, a comment by saying she had already lost her son, and she had to find um, his dog. And she told that to the animal, anim, to the owner of an animal rescue group in Tanner. And I say I guess it's Tanner, Alabama. I'm not sure, but I've heard of Tanner, Alabama before, so I want to say that's where that is. Um, moved by Beach's mother's phone call, Kathy Oakley, the owner of Bark Avenue, which is a kennel in Tanner, and the organizer of Peace, Love, and Animals Rescue Group, put out alerts, and within hours, hundreds of people were on the watch for the dog. Animal rescue volunteer Jackie Metcalf was one of the several Limestone County residents who tried to help find the missing dog. And after about one day, less less than one day after he went missing, Metcalf said they located Wally Friday afternoon. She spotted him in a neighbor's yard, and the neighbors said that they found Wally wandering the interstate Thursday night and took him in out of the cold and rain. Um Metcalf said that the people that had him had taken good care of him and made him feel at home, and they really did a good job of taking care of him. Now, here's the thing that that sort of kind of I want to talk about, but I'll just go ahead and finish the story, but I'll talk about it a little bit later. The neighbor said that they called the phone numbers on Wally's collar, but all of them were connected to Animal um, Anthony Beaches, the victim of the story, um, phone, and the phone was destroyed in the wreck. So Mm -hmm. they said, you know, after that, um, Metcalf took the dog to her Bark Avenue kennel, which was sort of like a pet resort, you know, a pet spa. And yeah. the family members came and picked Wally up after the funeral that they had on Saturday. And he will be living with now Anthony, the deceased victim's um, ex-wife, and his daughter um, in, I guess, in Illinois. I'm not sure where they live. But um, so Wally, Wally's okay and he's good and it's just a bittersweet story. But what kind of jar? And I was like, you know what? Maybe that's something we need to talk about. You know how when you put your phone number, and I did this with 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 Boomer as well. Um, when you put your phone number on your dog's collar, mm-hmm. you kind of always. I mean, me, and I just thought about it, and I was like, maybe some people do do this, but maybe they, you know, not everybody. You know how you just put one number on there, and maybe that number's to your phone. And so I was thinking, you know, maybe you need to do two callers, two little tags, or maybe you need to double number one to your phone and one to somebody who's not, you know, necessarily with you or something like that. Right, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah, because I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, my God, you know, they found Wally, but they were calling his phone that either, you know, it was destroyed in a car wreck, of course, or, you know, it could have gotten lost, or even not necessarily in this kind of extreme incident, but maybe you've lost your phone and something happens where your dog is lost. And so the people are calling you, but they can't get in touch with you because, you know, you don't have your phone. So maybe you need to either double tag it where you put two of the little bones or two of the little things on there, or you put two numbers on there, an alternate number or something. I don't know how much the, the space, I don't think that there's that much space on there, but maybe you can put, can squeeze two numbers. Or I just would just do two tags, you know, so that if someone does, if you do for some reason in life this particular incident, you know, that, you know, Anthony was in the car with, you know, Wally was in the car with Anthony, and that was the number that was on the call, and all the numbers went to Anthony's phone. So it was one of those things of what do you do? So you might want to think about double putting two tags on there, one with the number that can contact you, and then one to maybe your family's number or your friend's number or something like that, and let them know that I'm going to use you as my alternate. So if something should happen and they can't reach me, they might be calling you. You know, yes, you know, Dee, that makes perfect sense because even think about it, you know, um, when you're just applying for a job or you have a new job or something, they always ask you for an alternate number or an emergency contact. And, you know, it's good to have someone other than just your spouse because if something happens to you and your spouse or something's wrong with the home phone or something, it's good to have another person outside of that household. Yeah, and, you know, and maybe people already do this, but I, I know I didn't. And I only put one number on there, and that number was to me. And so I was thinking about that. I was like, well, what if something had to happen when I had Mr. Boomers? And, you know, he got lost, and something happened where my phone was dead, or I lost my phone, or whatever could have happened where they couldn't reach me, and they couldn't call me. And so I'm like, oh, so maybe that's just a little FYI for everybody that's listening or whatever, that maybe you ought to think about, you know, putting two numbers, two tags, or two something on there. So I'm assuming Wally wasn't hurt. Yeah, Wally, he, you know, he was checked for injuries, and, and, and he probably had some bumps and bruises and stuff like that, but I don't think that he was hurt seriously or anything like that. Probably just really scared and really confused and just happy to be back on, among people that he's familiar with and everything. So it's kind of a, a bittersweet story, and, you know, condolences and everything goes out to the Beaches family and, and, and friends and whatever. Um, But it's, it, it's, we're happy that Wally's fine, um, and, and hopefully he can be in a good place with his 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 pet uh, dad, daughter, and his sister. Right, and hopefully that's not something that, because I don't know if with animals, and that's probably something, you know, worth researching, you know, with them, are they able to replay back traumatic events the way we can? Yeah. You know, like, will he remember the accident? You know, you know how some things that you know, well, you know, with uh, with that with dogs, I would think that they can because I just remember an incident with the dog Miss um, Blackie, where something happened where we were on the patio and we were, you know, my family was uh, was was on the grill and we had like a little grease fire that kind of started up, and he was out there. Well, they didn't see him at the time, and so. Um, they took the grease and kind of threw it to, you know, get the fire off of it, and they didn't see him. So some of the grease went towards him. Uh-huh. So anytime, anytime that you would raise the the grill lid or whatever, he would get up and move and run, associated what happened to him with that grill. So maybe they can, you know, 
connect incidences with certain things. So I don't know if Wally has a fear of being in cars now or, you know, I'm not sure, but that's something to to look into. Yeah, well, good vibes to Wally and um and once again, like you said, the family. Um my pet my pet news actually ties in with that, what you were talking about, Dee, with your story, it kinda of ties in perfectly. Um, this particular one, um, this article I found, it's group donates pet oxygen mask to Williamson Williamson County EMS. Um, and this is in Georgetown, Texas. It said Williamson County EMS paramedics will now have pet oxygen masks in their gear thanks to a donation by the Travis County Kennel Club. Um, This is a piece of equipment a lot of first responders don't have that Ron Henley with the Kennel Club. Henley and his golden retriever, Toddy, met paramedic Judy Splain at the club's annual dog show in 2015 where he learned of the need for masks. I had one that was limp, stand up and be alert after getting full oxygen, said Splain. The club used money raised for the dog show to give Williamson County EMS 20 pet oxygen masks. The masks are tailor-made to hit the muzzle, I guess it means fit the muzzle, and they seal. And when you can't get a good seal, you're not getting all the oxygen. Each pack has masks that can fit dogs, cats, and guinea pigs. Paramedics said a lot of times people travel with their pets, so if they get into a crash, these masks could help save pets' lives on the side of the road. With the donation, each ambulance and command unit will have masks. The Travis County Kennel Club will also donate 60 masks to fire departments in Central Texas and to Texas Search and Rescue. Each mask costs around $70. That's pretty cool. That is really cool because you never, you know, you've seen the pictures. I mean, you always see the pictures of, you know, when they're doing rescues. And, um, like, I, I just remember one where I think it was a burning building or something, and they pulled the dog out, and the dog wasn't breathing. So in order to, you know, they did the, the mouth-to-mouth resuscitation kind of a thing or whatever, they weren't able to put the oxygen or something like that on them. And you see the firefighter or the the first responder there doing some type of mouth breathing into the animal. It would be great, you know, to have a mask that's specifically designed for an animal to to put on them, for them to have. Yeah, because when you think about it, a human one isn't going to quite work for them, especially if you're dealing with a cat or a guinea pig. I didn't know guinea, they made them for guinea pigs. That's so cool, though. I know, right? Cool. You know, like, that's the cutest, probably the cutest thing that you ever want to see. Yeah, because I was thinking, well, why would a guinea pig be in that situation? But then I guess with house fires, people have guinea pigs as pets and it could be a house fire and they have smoke inhalation. Exactly. That's. I mean, that's probably exactly what it is. You know, you have your guinea pig in the, the, the container that they're in and the house catches on fire and they're going through the house and they might say, you know, you know, peppers in the house or whatever and they get pepper out and, and they need to, you know, because they've inhaled all that smoke they'll be able to try to save them if they're able to get oxygen within their body and into their lungs and everything. Yeah, so I thought that was a pretty cool article. So that, yeah, and that that went tied in perfectly well with yours, so that's cool. That was cool. I like that, Jay. That's pretty cool. Kudos to them for the donation, too. Yeah. I have something that I want to share. And I I think... I don't know if this was really a, a New Year's. I, I got it around that time, so I don't know if it happened New Year's or 
the story just came out around that time, but I just thought it was really cool. So um, I'm going to tell you about it. So this story is about a 10-month-old named Scarlett Tipton. And Scarlett had her left arm completely amputated because of cancer. Um, yeah, I know. In the pictures, you see Scarlett is adorable. Um, Scarlett was born with an abnormally large left arm, and it measures about it measured about three times the size of her right arm. And the doctors diagnosed her with something called undifferentiated spindle-filled sarcoma, which is a form of cancer. And so her family wanted her to be able to grow up with being able to identify with someone else who sort of was in the same situation she was in. So they had a good idea. So in comes Doc. And Doc is a rescue kitten. And Doc had her right paw amputated after a car accident. So the two, oh, it did happen around the time. So the two found each other on Christmas Eve after the Tipton family learned about the cat on TV and visited her at an animal shelter. And a few days later, Doc was a part of the family. And you have to see Doc because Doc is the cutest thing you ever want to see. <laughs> and the family, I mean, they're both adorable. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's sickening how cute they are. Um, they, The family said that they wanted a little kitten. They wanted Scarlett to have a little kitten to grow up with. So she had something that was just like her. And so when, when Scarlett... Um, saw the cat, she noticed that Doc had staples on the side of her on the side of her arm, on the side of her body rather. And she kinda of looked at it, they said, and she pointed to it and said, Owies, Owies Aww. And so that let her that let her know that she had owies just like her. And she placed her arm on her left side and said, Owies, Owies, yeah, Owies. So it was just I read this I was like, Oh, this is so cute And so she just she just recognized that her, her probably her best friend at the moment now um, has always just like her, and, and she identifies with it. And so they are best of friends, and the pictures that I have are so cute of, of both of them. It's oh, you know I can't wait to get them. You know I, I can't wait. They're so cute. They're both adorable, and and it just was a feel-good story, and I was like, okay, we got to share this on the show, so. That's my story about that. That's actually a great idea, though. Yeah. I mean, it's great, and they'll grow up with one another. So it's it's a great thing to be able to, you know, and a pet's doing it, you know, to be able to, of course, you could probably bring in a person and, you know, whatever, but it's great to have a pet that shares the same kind of, you know, situation that she does. See, that that brings tears to my eyes, but in a good way. In a yeah, very good way. It's great that she'll be able to sit there and look at, you know, Doc, get around and do stuff. And if she thinks that, you know, I can't do this, but then they'll think, you know, Doc's able to do it. So, hey, it's just something to give her motivation and to let her look up to something and see that, you know, she can do whatever she can do. And I'm pretty sure Scarlett will probably be president of the United States. See, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, this um, is a weird holiday, but since it actually falls on today, this is an animal holiday, I just thought I'd um, make this announcement. Um, Today is, yeah, today is the 16th. Um, Appreciate a dragon day. (laughs) Now, I don't know if they mean like a kimono dragon, I guess. A kimono, is a kimono or a kimono? 
Komodo. You know those like a iguana looking things? Yeah, I think it's Komodo. Is it Komodo? I don't know. Sorry, everybody. You probably yeah, know. Sorry it. about that. We'll have to look that up. But maybe when they say <laughs> maybe when they say appreciate not, a dragon day. Not, and we know it's not the thing you wear. The Asian garment. The the Asian garment. That you yeah, wear, yeah. Garment you wear. So it's probably Komodo dragon. I think probably not Komodo. Yeah, probably Komodo. <laughs> so. So they don't specify what type of dragon, but since it's an official animal holiday, I assume they're talking about those type of iguanas, I, yeah. I would guess. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you know, this month just has some interesting holidays because coming up on January 22nd, we have, and we discussed this on our other one, I think, when we did the pet holidays, but the 22nd is National Answer Your Cat's Question Day. <laughs> so, you know, I guess when you, you should take time out and, you know, just have a, you know, a little seat and bring your cat up and just say, okay, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts or concerns, this would be the time to voice them and see what they say. So, <laughs> things you think is it's 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 a time to just tune in to your cat. Yes. Put all the focus and all your attention on your cat and let them voice their concerns about you and where they're living. And if they don't like when you walk through the house, you know, dragging your feet, if that gets on their nerves, it's time for them to tell you that. You need to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just remember, answer your cat's question day, January 22nd. Um, this is a cool one, January 24th, is Change a Pet's Life Day. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And January 29th, I guess, is the anniversary of Seeing Eye Guide Dogs. Um, so it's Seeing Eye Guide Dogs' birthday from 1929. I guess that was the first Seeing Eye Guide Dog, you I guess. That's so ironic because I just read an article not just, but they may be seeing eye dog. I can't remember the name. I can't remember, but I, I, there was a picture of the first seeing eye dog and his 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 seeing eye person, person that he was seeing for. Whoever came up with that concept, that's awesome. Isn't that great? Isn't that just like the best thing in the world to to animals can serve so many different purposes. So many. I, I, there's so much stuff that we probably haven't even scratched the surface on what they probably are able to accomplish and do and, and provide and contribute to this world and to the people in it. It's just amazing. They're beautiful creatures. They are. They and are I still them. dream of one day just running away to a farm and just having lots of animals. and just, It's yeah. just me and the animals. Just me and you and the animals and we're just gone. <laughs> we are going to have our animal farm, Jay. We are going to have our animal farm. <laughs> All I need, all I needed was to have hit the Powerball, and I would have had enough money to buy all their feed and all their food and provide it for them. You and me both, because boy, I tell you, do you know how much good we could have done with that? Wow! Oh yeah, yeah. we still can do our our share, but that would have the donations we could have made to animal rescue and and everything, and then the stuff that we could have just did on our own. Whoa! That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. But congratulations to the people who won. Happy, happy for you. And hopefully you will take that money and do some good with it. And also some of that good will involve animals. Yes, exactly. You know, if you distribute it how you will, but hopefully you've got 
got some something in there for the little animals too. Maybe maybe donate to your local shelter. There you go. There you go. Buy them enough food for a whole year. That's okay. a great idea. Yeah, that'll be cool. Support them and sponsor them for a whole year or something like that. You know, that'll be really cool. Go to a, a kill shelter and, and you know, uh, make them where that you can sponsor them so for at least for maybe a month that no dog has to be put down or something, no animal has to be put down or something like that. So, and give them a better opportunity to get adopted out or something like that. So there's a lot of good that can be done, so hopefully some of that will be with animals. Yes, and for those of us who don't have as much money, always remember you can always volunteer, or even if you just, you know, just whatever you can give. You know, for some people, maybe you can just pay $10 a month or something just to sponsor an animal or just help out your local shelter or maybe just give an annual gift every so often. That's what I'm saying. That you can always find a way. It doesn't necessarily have to be monetary money. You can always give your time. So the animals will be would be more than happy to take whatever you give them because they are just cool like that. <laughs> yes, they, they are. Yes, they are. They are cool like that. So it's a it's a great thing to help out when you can. And just always remember to to visit your local animal shelters if you want a pet. You know, it's great to go to the the stores and things like that. But you get some really cool dogs or cats or whatever animals in your shelter. So go visit those. The new year, make that. Go visit those and, and see what you can find there because there's some cool dogs there. Yeah, and don't forget your senior pets. Always consider them too. Exactly. exactly. The new year means doing some new stuff. So, you know, go volunteer. Go go take a pet out for a walk or something. I don't know. <laughs> and, and you know what? This month is um, Walk Your Pet Month. Is it? There mm-hmm. you go. It's Walk Your Pet Month. <laughs> There you go. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. So, yeah, a lot of those um, dogs and cats, they need to get out of those cages at the shelters. They need to be walked. So, yeah, even if you just volunteer and just take them for a walk sometimes, that would be cool, too. Good time, people. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. Again, for tuning in to another edition of The Missy Show. This episode went by very quickly. It did. Um, Part of this will probably go over into the archives. We don't have next week's um, show scheduled just yet, but we will get that scheduled as soon as possible, probably at the beginning of next week. And thank you guys for listening once again, and we look forward to seeing you next Saturday at 5 p.m. Central. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Happy MLK long weekend for those of you who get to enjoy that. Bye. Bye, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.